Hello and welcome to Money Chill Out, the podcast to get inspired and feel good about your money. I'm Marika Fino, a woman in my 30s, ex-trader in the city of London, yoga teacher and owner of my financial empowerment business. On this podcast, I want to open up the discussion around money and investments and dive into personal finance management, which can be a great liberator, but also a huge stress factor in our lives. Every other week, I'll be joined by guests for conversations on money, mindsets, investment habits, and any best practices they abide by. So join me on this journey as we unpick the complexities of finance and get more comfortable talking about our money. You too can get financial peace of mind and it starts with empowerment and knowledge. Let's go. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Cool. I'm super happy to have you on. Thanks for your time. And it's super nice that we've met actually in Paris. Last time I was in town because I was giving a conference. Yeah, it's always nice to meet my guests in person. So how have you been since then? Oh, very good. Very good. Very intense month. And first of all, thank you so much for the invite. And I do remember very well our first conversation and this uh, coffee, Parisian coffee, was a <laughs> lovely conversation. So thanks again for having me. My pleasure. So if I say a bit about you, so you're a senior vice president at MasterCAD Europe in the digital consumer product division. So you love talking about data, payment, digital transformation, and digital marketing. But you're also a fierce advocate of diversity and inclusiveness, which is one of the reasons you also lead MasterCAD's gender balance agenda in France. You're a socialite, so I don't know if you define yourself like this, <laughs> but you participate in a lot of events and panels. You made it to the French Ministry of Economy and even a few times on TV. Yeah. Okay. So yes, the summer is perfect. Thank you. I don't know. I'd never use the word socialite, but I, I'm starting to use it. I like it. <laughs> what I, I don't know if I am a socialite or not, but what I can tell you is that what is um, very important for me and generally interesting in people, meet new people, collect a new idea, sharing idea. This is what I like the most. So in a certain way, yes, I am a socialite. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us why are you dedicating so much time and energy to the diversity and inclusiveness cause? Okay, so promoting diversity and inclusion is important for several reasons. And I'm not sharing with you something new, right? So first of all, uh, both uh, so diversity and inclusion are essential for building a fair and just society where everyone reality can be treated with respect. So it's a question of justice, as I repeat uh, several times. So the first reason is for justice. The second is because a diverse and inclusive workplace, so if we look to the corporate world and to the economic world, right, has been shown to be more innovative when you bring together people with different backgrounds and different perspectives, you innovate. 
So new idea pop-ups. So there are so many reasons. And I always repeat that we have all been engaged and we have all a role to play to increase the diversity and inclusion. So this is the main reason why I feel that I have a role to play and a responsibility also for new generation. Nice. Love that. So you've been in the financial industry for the last 20 years. What is your assessment on women wealth, women investments and women's money in general? Yeah. Research has shown over the last, uh, I think, 20, 25 years that women have been historically disadvantaged, right, when it comes to wealth and investment. And this because of several reasons, just to mention one, the gender pay gap, but also the lack of education in terms of a financial tool And let me say also social expectation or the role that we have to play as women, right? <laughs> Because the society, yeah. Yes, there is a sort of pressure that have been, you know, most pressure in the past for my mom, for example, my grandma, so to prioritize their caregiving role over the career development. And so this is the past. However, There are some changes, right, that I am experiencing when I look around me. So there are more and more women that start to take control of the finance and to, to invest, right, to take care of their financial health. Just to give you some data, because when we talk about this, uh, the risk is that if we stay with generic sentences, we touch always the emotional side, right? <laughs> And while it's important also to bring some data on the table. So as I say to you... And I love that, the two aspects. So, so, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you, have to, you have to stay on the emotional side to engage people and at the same time bring data. And what we did in Mastercard, for example, is a research on um, across the region in several European countries to analyze the relationship that women have uh, against the money, right? How they treat their money. Because you told to me that the way we treat our money is a mirror of the way we treat ourselves, correct? And so we did this research on a panel of 12,000 women in different countries, asking really from several questions. And the age was between 25 and 75 years old. So it is important to start with a positive note. More than nearly 70% of those women are declaring to us that they feel more independent from a financial point of view if they look the situation of their mom or their grandmother, because in the family where they were grow up, the majority of the bill, the majority of the expenses was done by their father, right? While today, if they live in a couple, if they are married, they tend to split. So nearly 70%, they say, I'm more independent. But when it comes to 
the freedom of using their monies, this is a different, uh, you know, behavior. So they tend to say, I'm independent, but I use the most of my money, for example, for uh, daily expenses. And uh, they don't invest. And even saving are not so much, right? So there is a still a room for improvement. Okay. And the way we have to tackle this is first of all, is what you do, what several uh, new generations are doing, doing financial education. And we have also to simplify the way we, you know, think to wealth, to prosperity, and not combine because people think, oh, I needed to invest to become rich. I don't want to become rich. This is not the question, right? The question is not to become more rich or to accumulate money. The question is really thanks to the well-being, you know, in a holistic way. And stress that coming from being not financially independent is a big stress. Think that in America, there is a research uh, recently published that say that 80% of American people are under stress of financial situation because they don't cover even emergency of $200. That is crazy. And, and 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 there's a few points that I really like on your on what you said is that women tend to focus on the short term, whereas men are more on the long term. It's exactly that. And financial stress, yeah. I think one out of five people just wake up at night at least once a month due to financial worries. Again, huge uh, statistics. Yeah. So can you please tell us or give us a few initiatives that you've been involved in? in order to tackle that? Yeah, first of all, as I say, it's a question of education. So a few initiatives that I have tackled, in an, I am also responsible in MasterCard for the Women Leadership Network. Okay, So I have the responsibility of this business resource group. And so one of the initiatives, for example, to prepare also women in the office, my colleague, to be more financial independent. Okay, so through the masterclass information tools that we deliver to them. So this is really important, important for MasterCard employees, but generally speaking for society. So when I go around, the uh, initiative that I take is to prepare really women to make them aware mm. that they have to do something and to provide you know, concrete tips. Because what I like also is that uh, be pragmatic, right? Okay, you tell me that I have to take care of my financial health, but what are the main tips or practical tips that I can do? So initiative like that really on the financial education, supporting women entrepreneurs that are in this sector. So supporting them with the idea of how we continue to develop this. So this kind of initiative is really close to my heart. I think that finally I see interest around. Because this topic, honestly, I'm speaking about financial health since a while. And now in the last 24 months, but more in the last year, most probably for the economic situation, right? With the high inflation. With exactly. The... the stress, the fact that people, for example, consumer, I work in product, in MasterCard. What we look around Europe is that consumer now ask for flexibility. They want to installment, right? To pay in different because you needed to effort. So this financial health situation is something that we analyze also from a consumer perspective. But when it comes to women, I see now more interesting also from government 
association and other company. Nice. So I'm super happy to hear that, but I have exactly the same feeling. Like, <laughs> so that's good. So let's talk about prosperity now and how it's a different concept to wealth. So I read a definition actually, which said prosperity refers to a state of success, whereas wealth refers to a large amount of money or valuable possessions. What's your definition to prosperity? Yeah, prosperity for me is really a more holistic approach to well-being. Wealth, I link wealth, that's my personal definition, I link wealth to accumulate money, <laughs> assets, you know, concrete stuff. While for me, prosperity is a state of mind. Mm. It's really uh, something more, you know, broader than wealth. Is the complete well-being. And I want to link uh, this concept also and me as people manager. Today, I think that, for example, we talk about future of work a lot, right? Mm. In the new, after COVID, this transformation. So for me, thinking to prosperity of my team is also important because this is part of the well-being that each corporate, each people leader has to provide to their employee. But I have a role as people manager, to take care of that and to train them, you know, to this kind of topic. So to back to your question, for me, really more holistic approach to the well-being. Mm, super clear. And it's really about long-term contentment and peace. Yeah. And for me, it really talks to me because my business is all around financial well-being and peace of mind. So I'm on the same <laughs> terms as you. So what do you recommend to get there in terms of mindset? And reason I'm asking is it's easy to fall into tricks. There's a few, for example, always wanting more. And so when you want more, you are actually never satisfied. The other one can be to increase your worth living and because you feel pressured by society or because you want to for many other reasons. And as well, the trick of comparing yourself to others, because we all have our own baggage, all experience and, and all goals as well. That's a very, a very good question. First of all, all that you are listening, the list that you have done to me, it's in the human nature, right? Mm. So once that you have one, you want two. And once that you have two, you want three. So this is something. And you compare because we are in a society where we are in a sort of rat race, right? <laughs> so we compare to each other. So my first advice is practical advice is to be grateful for what you have. Once I started to practice the, the mindfulness, right? And to start to the, it seems stupid because it was stupid also to me when same, someone said to me, I started to say thank you for something. <laughs> Some to say grateful for what you have. But when you come, you start to, to do this exercise, really, you come to the, you know, the holistic view of your well-being. And second, thanks on the long term not in a short term. I know that the society press you, press me to think to the short term. Mm. While the life is long, and here come to the idea of investment, right? We have to prepare for a long life. And this is great. We live more than in the past. Today, having 
40 is the new 20, right? <laughs> and, and, and something that we have the chance to have a long life. So we need to think more long-term and less short-term, really, really, to review the way, again, the comparison is always good. You need to compare to another, also to improve, but this cannot be the constant element of your life, right? Mm -mm. Yeah, and I think the comparison is just an awareness, but again, you should not have too much feelings. It's just a fact more. Exactly. Using as a fact to improve, you have always something to learn from other. And this is my one of my role in life. As I told you at the beginning, why I love meeting new people. Because I think that when you meet new people, you listen from them and you learn. So the comparison is a sort of, you know, learning by doing, by doing the comparison. But it cannot be the only way otherwise you are you know always trying again to have more and this is not the concept i think also no of your job of your work the masterclass that you are doing around right for women yeah so i think again what you say is really linked to the why and yeah you need a reason you need to find your why in order to be motivated be inspired growing learning and so on and so forth so that, that links swiftly actually to my next question which is a path to prosperity is clearly a journey and that's why i like as well as the fact that you said it's on the long term and don't only focus on the short term so how can you keep learning or be inspired for me the the rules that it's important for this topic, but generally speaking in life, is be curious. Curiosity helps us to keep the attention on different elements, right? And when you have the curiosity to read, learn, exchange, this is for me so important. And what I repeat also to women, do the network. Mm. Why? And so it seems that I'm talking about stuff that are completely disconnected, but in fact, not. Because the only way you have to stay constantly on top of stuff is to be curious. And to be curious, you need to meet other people. Networking gives you this uh, idea. Now, networking is important not only because you want to, in your um, professional life, change job, so you need to meet other person. But really, networking helps you to stay on top of different things that happen around Again, we met in a Parisian coffee, right? We start to discuss it. And from that point, I learned so much from you, right? And I will learn even more in June when you come to do this stuff. And can you imagine from one coffee? I'm super impressed by the power of networking. But for me, again, this is very new. Because I think when I was in London with my 10 hours job as a trader, I don't know. I, I didn't have the energy to actually network. That was, I preferred to be with my friends. I preferred to do sports. I preferred to chill. But now I realize, I mean, it's probably been one and a half year. I recognize and I fully appreciate finally the power of networking. As you said, it's stimulating, intellectually amazing. You get to meet people you would never meet normally. You learn a lot. Yeah. And it really pushes you to to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And you learn what you like and what you dislike, right? Because not every time. Yeah. The, <laughs> That's good to say that. Yeah. The, the, the person that you meet is fantastic, right? 
and vice versa, of course. But you learn even more. It requires energy. This is true. And it requires also a state of mind, meaning that it's not a transactional operation networking. You need to go with uh, genuinely thinking, I want to listen to her. I want to listen from him. I want to know who he or she is. And this is for me the power of networking, collecting people and putting together. And when it comes to women, you know that one of my topics is a sisterhood, doing networking to support each other. That sounds great. And I like that. It's wise advice, I would say. (laughs) So what would you say to your younger self that you wish you had known years before, or even I know you have daughters, what do you say to them? To start to talk about money in a different way. Money is not dirty, right? (laughs) Again, so I have learned uh, too late how important is our relationship to money. And again, money allows us to to be safely at home, right? To sleep over the night. I'm not thinking again, just to, to spread the good message, to become rich. This is not the objective of our discussion today. But the tips that I will leave to the, the lady, young lady, ladies start to think about money since early age, your relationship to money, the importance of money, how to manage money, how to request money. Because when it comes then to salary negotiation, this is helpful, right? When you know how you treat your money, again, it's how you treat yourself. So for me, this is the tip that I would give to this young Barbara, right? And honestly, this is the discussion that I have with my daughter, right? To prepare themselves to understand how it is possible to save, the importance of saving, the importance to have an emergency funds, right? Learn your budget, meaning how do you spend your money? It's important to know. For example, as practical tip, I use two hours, three hours per month to look back to the expenses, to understand how I spend my money. Mm. Okay, It's not because I control it, but because I want to understand mm. and to adjust in case, right? And then every paycheck that I receive, I put, I don't know, 10%. In an emergency fund, if it's not 10%, because it's not affordable, it's 5%. But those are for me the practical tips when it comes to relationship with money that is important to have budget control. So building good habits basically early on so that it becomes kind of second nature and, and yeah, it's very effective. And, and on the other side, what would you say to someone who would wake up at 50 years old I will say that it's never too late. Again, we live more than in the past, right? Our life's longer. And we see that uh, most probably the the law will change everywhere in Europe. So we are obliged to work until 70, most probably, in two or three years. So for me, it's never too late if we come to the relationship with money to start to invest, right? With one rule that invest and forget. Again, we we... We are repeating message, but for me, it's important that we have to think to the long term, right? Because the, the if you invest and you you hope to have back immediately, yeah, and you control every month, this is, doesn't fly, right? You have to leave. It's a proper job. Yeah, exactly. You And you are the expert, right? And as you were in London doing trading. So we needed to leave also time 
to manage, <laughs> to duplicate. <laughs> and, and so uh, this is also back to, to your question is this, uh, you have always time. It's never too late, never too late to start to be interested in your finance and in your well-being. And I think as well, for me, prosperity is linked to giving back. So are you the kind of person who does either charity work or have you fundraised for a specific cause? Or do you give like a share of your income to causes that you support? Yeah, I agree with you. Giving back is one of the most powerful well-being tools. I don't know if you have noticed that when we give to others, we are able to transform our own life as much as the recipient. I always say to someone, if you are sad, if you think that your life has no meaning, right? Instead of changing immediately job, start to giving back to others. Mm -hmm. <laughs> start to participate to fundraising, support people. I do that. Right. Of course, I do simply with uh, uh, money that you give to some NGO association. And this is the easy way, let me say. But it's important. Donations are so important, right, for this kind of organization. And then I give also my time, nice. my experience back to people doing mentorship, for example. That is a way to help young lady that want to create their company or colleagues that want, uh, you know, evolve uh, within my current company. So I think that this part of giving back is really important for us that have the chance to be grateful about our life and then want to share this gratitude with the other. Mm, no, love that. Do you want to add anything in terms of prosperity or anything you would think is worth noting? I hope that starting from now that we are talking around, our mission is so important <laughs> to make people aware that we have to go in that direction. I would like now that government, for example, around Europe, in countries such as mine, yeah, I'm Italian, where still are women that are not even having their own current account, taking you know initiative about that. And, and again, it's a question of education. We are talking about women in the tech job. And so the important is pushing young lady to do right math, to do STEM education. Now we have to push women also to be financial educated. If we want this equality that we all want, because again, the society will be better, we needed to make everyone in the good condition. And so if I ever wish Really, and the message, I hope that if someone will listen this podcast from government, from banks, initiative, they start you know, to think how we improve financial literacy of women, generally speaking of population, right? Because I'm not so sure that all men are doing a good job. <laughs> they can't <laughs> Clearly not, yeah. And this is my message. But thank you so much. It was super convincing, firstly. So thank you so much for all the initiative that you're leading, the energy and the dedication you really give to this cause means a lot. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to meet you again in June. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, yes, let's meet in June. I can wait too. So thank you again. Ciao. Bye-bye. So at the end of this episode, I hope you're as enthusiastic as I am. 
You can find the notes and the key takeaways on my website at maricafino.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and spread the word. Thank you.